Good morning and welcome to the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Group and to the KLE podcast. It's Sunday morning and it is the 18th of August um, in lovely, beautiful Pennsylvania. Uh, That's where I'm sitting right now. And wherever you are in the world, whatever time zone you're in right now, great to have you with us. Raju, great to see you, buddy. And um, we are talking about the kingdom of God today. As I promised, we'll be looking at another aspect of what the kingdom is all about. Because we need to understand kingdom. We've not been called to a religion. We've not been called to build a religion or to establish a religion or to walk in a religion. But we've been called to the kingdom of God. In fact, the last time we looked... Um, last week sometime, I can't remember when, I did so many of these things, uh, we were looking at being, we've been translated or transferred or taken out of the kingdom of darkness or the dominion, domain, reign, rule of darkness, and we've been translated and placed in, appointed to the kingdom of the son of his love. So we've been placed in a new kingdom, but we need to understand this kingdom is not about uh, kingdom is not about a, a organization it's not about a religion it's not even about democracy or or a republic the kingdom of god is a monarchy one king one lord and he is king and lord of the kings and lords he doesn't look for subjects as in slaves he says i no longer call you um slaves i call you friends and I share everything that I have with you and share everything that I know. You know exactly what I'm about. And that's the place that we've come into. We've come into this place of kingdom where God rules and reigns. And we are, he's the monarchy. He is the, he is the sole uh, ruler. <laughs> and, but we rule as under rulers under him. That is powerful. There's so much, so much we need to understand about this concept that I'm still learning, that I'm meditating on, thinking about, because we don't understand this concept. We come into a church kind of setting, and we come into organizational mindedness, into meeting mindedness, into program mindedness. We do not understand kingdom. We don't understand the heart of kingdom. We don't understand the constitution, the principles, the laws. We don't understand how a kingdom functions. One of the things about a a kingdom that a kingdom does is a kingdom establishes colonial rule. It, It goes out into the world and it occupies areas and places them as colonies under that empire, under that kingdom. That's what England did at one point in time. The United Kingdom ruled, Britain ruled from sun up to sundown. They ruled many areas in, in uh, many areas of the world being colonies. I was, I was born in one of them. I was born the year that we actually got independence, South Africa. I, I was born the year South Africa got independence from the colony or the empire of the United or of Great Britain at that point in time. And because South Africa was uh, became a colony and occupied by the kingdom and the empire of Great Britain. And so were a number of other places in the Caribbean. India was one of them uh, and various other places around the world. 
we have now been uh, brought into a new kingdom. You've become a citizen of a new kingdom. And the scripture that I want to talk about today is from Romans chapter 14 and verse 17 and 18. It says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. Wow. So anyone who serves Christ in this way, in which way? In the kingdom way. Anyone who serves God serves Christ in the kingdom way, not in eating and drinking by laws and regulations, but by the constitution, by the directive of the kingdom of God. They serve Christ in this way, please God and receive human approval. I want you to think about the absolute gravity of that statement that Paul made there. Because he was addressing in his letter a situation in the Roman church that was, you know, people were contending about what's being eaten, who can eat what, drink what, and, and it was just a mess. And so it, became, it all came down to this, this con, these conditions, these legalities of what's right, what's wrong, what can you eat, what can't you eat. And he, and he expressly states that the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. It's not about eating and drinking. It's about being guided by righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. It's being guided by the kingdom of God. Now, we need to understand why is it in the Holy Spirit? That's what we need to understand is why is it in the Holy Spirit? Because when we do it this way, when we do it the kingdom way, if you serve Christ in this way, you please God and you receive approval from, from human, from men, from people. Don't we need some of that? How about you? <laughs> we need some of that in the church, don't we? So in other words, we need to rethink the, the guidelines of how we actually are conducting ourselves. What guides our behavior? What guides what we do? What guides our thinking? Our actions, our decisions, our choices, our habits, our behavior. What, what guides us, you and me, as the church? We are the church, not, you know, not a building, not an organization, not an institution. You and I are the church. That's the church we should be building. I apologize if you're hearing traffic noise um, because it's very hot here. I've got the windows open and, and um, the... the Traffic noise filters off the street here, so I don't have a fancy, um, what do they call it, a fancy, you know, recording studio. This is just my my little uh, study lounge kind of thing up in my in, in Michelle and our uh, little uh, apartment that we have in my son's house, and so traffic noise filters through. So I apologize. It's not thunder. It's not. It's not a storm. It's just traffic and. They got these Harley Davidson motorbikes come past, man, and they are loud, <laughs> and a truck or two. All right, so we're talking about the kingdom of God. We're talking about kingdom as opposed to a church message in in that sense. Is because when we we think that if when we come into a church, co you know, context, then you know when we come into this organizational context, 
now we at at the right place but that's not what the word of god teaches not what jesus taught not what paul teaches he says that we've got to for the kingdom of god is righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit and if we if we serve christ in this way we please him to god and receive human approval and the we is you and me usans weans the ones that follow christ the ones that serve christ we are the church we are the building of god 1 corinthians chapter 3 you can go read it there 1 corinthians chapter 3 we are the building we are the the harvest i mean, I mean the the, the, the field of God. We are the harvest field. We are the, the cultivation of God. You and me. We are the building of God. You and me. And so if, as leaders, you need to be, make sure that you're building the right thing. You're building people. Not, and buildings are important, but don't make buildings the vision. Don't make buildings the ultimate, you know, the ultimate priority of things. You know, if God gives you the grace, God gives you the ability God gives you the resources. God gives you the, 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 the idea and the concept, the plan to build a building, then build a building. But don't make it the focus of everything. And don't waste your resources on buildings when you're not building the people. First, make sure you're building the true church of Jesus Christ, which is people. Build that. Build that first. All right. So that's off that one. Madonna, great to have you with me. Isaac, so glad you could join us as well. All right. So... The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. This is Romans chapter 14, verse 17. But it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Now, we need to understand the difference between the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. The kingdom of heaven is the place. It's the country. It's the empire. It's the place where your government resides. That's where the king resides. That's where God resides. It's a nation. It's not a, this obscure kind of... It's a spiritual, invisible place, but it is a real place. Jesus said to Pilate, if, when Pilate asked him, asked him, are you a king? And he said, yes, I am, but my kingdom is not of this realm. It's not of this realm. So we need to understand is that Jesus is a king, but a king of a kingdom that is not of this earth. They were looking for a kingdom to come to the earth. The Jews were. All right, Israel was looking for a kingdom to come, and that was the whole contention. They said, if you, and of course Herod, you know, he got all upset with this because he thought Jesus was going to take over his kingdom. And so that's why he went out and killed all the kids, because he goes, hey, wait a minute, there's only one king here, and that's me. And so I'm not going to allow any other king, because the, the shepherds, or not the shepherds, the the Magi, the wise men that came from the east, said, we're following a star and we're looking for the king of the Jews. And he's going, hey, hey, hey wait a minute. You're not going to take my place. No way. So he went out and he said, tell me where he is and I can serve him too. And they were warned by God not to. And they went, found Jesus um, where he was born, gave him the gifts, gave the prophecy and moved on, moved on, you know, and went went secretly out the way. Herod then went and killed all the kids, all the little male boys, um, because he was afraid there was another king coming up. Talk about insecurity. There you go. So uh, and leaders still do that. They, they, they want their kingship so powerfully, they will kill, cut off the head, and not always physically, obviously, but they will cut off the head and kill every any other leader that looks like it's a threat to them. Do not be that kind of leader. 
Know that your kingdom, know, know that you are a king from a kingdom that's invisible. It's not of this realm. And nobody can take your place. Nobody can take away your leadership. Nobody can take away your assignment, your mission. Nobody. What God has appointed, no man can take away from you. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. You do not have to be insecure. If somebody arises that's gifted, strong, you know, that's fine. God bless them. You know, and you just walk in your place. I've, I've worked with way too many leaders who are intimidated, who are so insecure with others around them who are, uh, they think are a threat to them. Our, we from a kingdom that is invisible. Our realm, our, our appointment is, is spiritual. It's not of this realm. So why do you fight? You know, we, we, we're so scared somebody's going to take some, some resources. Our people. I've been to villages in Africa where the pastors are cursing each other. Because they, you know, if somebody, if a family goes to one church or gr that church grows bigger than the other one, they, then other guys start cursing that church because they go to witch doctors, curse that church because that church cannot grow more than them because it'll get more money than them or get more importance than them. This, this is diabolical. This is so satanic. We, this is because out of your insecurity grows this tremendous uh, kingdom of darkness. And you cannot allow that stuff to happen. We can't, we've got to stop that. If anyone serves Christ in this way, which way? In the kingdom of God way. So now let's get back to where I was. Is that the kingdom of, of heaven is the place. It's the land. It's the invisible land that God rules, all right? But he wants us to colonize earth. Adam was supposed to do it, Adam and Eve. Adam as man, the species of man, Adam. I should do a teaching on that. Maybe, maybe tomorrow in Mentoring Monday, I'll talk about the two legs of Adam, <laughs> male and female. What does that mean? I don't know. We'll see. I've got to do some study on it again. But um, so th th there's Adam was supposed to do that. Adam was supposed to colonize earth. He's, God said to him, I give you authority, rule, have dominion, uh, take charge, replenish, be fruitful and replenish the earth. Let's not necessarily just have children. He was supposed to spread the colony of the presence of God, of the glory of God, of the colony of God, of the kingdom of God, right around the earth. The whole globe was supposed to be a garden of Eden. That was the whole vision. Adam loses it. And when he loses it, we lose our dominion. We lose our, our authority to Satan on the earth. But Jesus comes back and gives it back to us. Jesus restores, redeems, restores, re renews, you know, rebirths us. To take back the dominion, the authority. He says, all authority has been given to me. As a man, he takes back the authority. As king, he, he says, go you therefore into all the earth. Make disciples. Making disciples is the kingdom mandate. It's what we do. It's that we are to colonize the whole earth with the value system, with the influence, with the power of the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of God is the colony. The kingdom of heaven is the place. The kingdom of God is the colony that we reproduce. But how does that colony get reproduced? Now, any country in the earth that became a colony of Britain, of Great Britain,
the first thing they would do when they occupied that country, they would put a governor there who would be the representative of the king and the queen in that country. And they were the representative of the law, of the culture, of the constitution, of the representative voice. They, they didn't have their own opinion. They didn't have their own ideas. They didn't come with an independent, well, I, you know, I'm now in charge of this country. Um, they didn't come with, okay, all the money must come to me. Those guys got fired, taken out, sent to prison. They had to come and represent, take whatever resources and send it to the king and the queen. It was not theirs, but they represented, their voice was representing, their presence was a representation the, uh, the uh, dwelling place was an extension of Great Britain. The first thing that would come into a, an occupied country to be made a colony was the governor. You understand? The governor was the representative. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Are you still with me? <laughs> Wave at me if you're still with me. This is where it gets really, really powerful and interesting. In John chapter 16, Jesus said this, verse 7, he says, But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Hello. Let me read that again. It is good for you that I'm going away. The king had to go and establish his kingship, all right? He had to establish his empire, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. He was going to be the mediator, the surety, the high priest, the apostle, the captain of our salvation, the king of kings. But he's being seated on the throne. He takes his place to rule and reign. You and I have now been commissioned to represent him. To begin to pass on and impart the value of the kingdom of God. The values, the constitution, the influence. The kingdom of God is the influence of the kingdom of heaven. We, you need to understand that. The kingdom of God is the influence. So we're passing this influence on to others. That's what making disciples is about. Discipleship is not, a, is not this little p -p -p process of pump, pumping out little Christian sausages on the other side that conform to what we want. It's much more than that. It's mentoring, delivering, imparting, giving, shaping a whole new mindset, a whole new culture. <laughs> this is not stuff that happens in programs in churches. This is by deep relationship and fellowship, one-to-one, -one, one to small groups. That's what Paul and Silas, Paul and Barnabas did when they went into places. Go and read it. Don't read it with church eyes, man. Read it with kingdom eyes. Read it with a culture, with an occupational mindset. Think about it. Okay, so he says, it's good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. The advocate. I will, but if I go, I will send him to you. So he's sending the advocate. Verse 13. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. This is truth of the kingdom of God. Jesus spoke about the kingdom of God. 
He's going to guide you into the truth. He's going to guide you into the areas that bring influence. He's going to guide you into, you see, we think church, we think teaching, we think meetings. We've got to change that mindset and think kingdom. Is that when, you, when, when the governor would come with his team and his forces, his occupational forces, they would begin to influence and in, um, permeate the whole country, the whole nation, and colonize it with the, the, um, the constitution, with the way, with the culture. That's what I'm, the word I'm looking for. With the culture of the or, originating country. When I went to school back in, even though I went to school like five years after independence, I was still wearing blazers in summer. You understand, it's hot in South Africa. But because that's how they did it in England, and England's culture was there, I had to wear a little British cap going to preparatory school, elementary school. I had to wear a tie, a blazer, not tied up. Polished shoes, if we if our shoes wasn't shiny, we'd get into trouble. Socks up to below the knee. If it was not up, you'd get into trouble. You'd get a spanking. We had to stand at attention in class before the teacher. You know, all those things that now don't exist. But when because that colonial culture had been invested. In South Africa... Uh, December and, and uh, January is summer. It's hot. But when I was growing up, a roast, you know, a cooked roast in an oven was still the way it was done. We had to eat roast on Christmas Day and New Year's Day because it's the way the English did it. Roast potatoes and Brussels sprouts. Man, when I, when I had a family, we would go and barbecue, braai, in South Africa's braai, put meat on the fire, stand outside, no shirt, shorts, uh, bare feet, man, we, it's like it's too hot, swim. But not when I was growing up, we were still a colony, because that's how it permeated, now you understand. So, Jesus says, but when here the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, that's, that's truth. The truth is the principles that... The, the, the very uh, workings of the kingdom of God. And he will not, listen to this, he will not speak on his own. Doesn't that sound like a governor? He will speak only what he hears. He represents absolutely. And he will tell you what is yet to come. He will reveal to you and speak to you and show you how the kingdom of God works. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. You see, the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you. In, in uh, Ephesians chapter 1, he talks about that um, the, the, the Holy Spirit comes as a seal that marks you. And he's the deposit guaranteeing your inheritance. The Holy Spirit is like the governor. He comes to dwell in us because the kingdom starts here. Where the king is, is where the kingdom of God is. Where the king comes and we begin to serve God, serve Christ 
in a kingdom way is where the kingdom of God is. It's when you've got the influence of the kingdom. You see, if your mindset is wrong, that's why Romans chapter 12, I've spoken about this before. But Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says, renew your mind. Don't fit into the culture, but renew your mind that you be transformed and you bring the culture. The good, acceptable, perfect will of God. Remember Jesus said, pray this, that the kingdom come and it will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're not trying to leave earth to find the will. We want to bring the will onto the earth and live it out. Influence this realm. Influence this realm and occupy it and colonize it with the kingdom of God. That's what you do. That's why Satan is so afraid of it. Because Not because we preach and hold up placards and, and and because we influence we change people's perspective we change the the way they see things we change their value system we change what they value what they prioritize we change and, and you know they come into you see being born again is just so they can come into the kingdom but to live in the kingdom ah that's influence that's where you begin to influence them through your leadership through your discipleship. You influence them. Discipleship is changing a worldview. It's not getting people to conform. It's changing their mindset. Now, when the, when the governor comes, the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you. He represents now the truth. He represents the kingdom of God in you. He's the governor. The influence of the kingdom of God comes in you. Now you begin to influence. He will show you, teach you. And, and tell you the truth. He doesn't represent himself because no governor does. He represents. Hey, Pastor Alal, good to have you with me. Um, so he represents the presence of God in you, the kingdom of God in you. And now you begin. He shows you. He, he tells you. He guides you in the truth. Speaks, doesn't speak on his own. He represents the kingdom of heaven. And he speaks only what he hears. So, the first thing we understand is that the kingdom of God is not in law, in, in prescription of what you eat, what you drink. It's not about all the outward stuff. It's not about what you see on the outside. But it's righteousness. How you position yourself in relationship. He helps you position yourself. Have you ever noticed when you get out of line, Something begins to happen on the inside of you. Man, the Holy Spirit begins to aggravate you. It begins to stir you up. Your conscience begins to bother you. Something's happening. The Holy Spirit is going, you're out of alignment. You're out of position. You're out of position. Position yourself right in righteousness. Righteousness. Right standing with God. Right related. Right related right positioning right relationship so it's righteousness peace peace is that place of 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 um uh, environment it's it's like an atmosphere peace it passes understanding peace is what keeps your heart and garrisons your heart and mind in christ jesus Regardless of what's going on, it's an attitude. It's a, it's a, it, again, it's a positional place that you have where there's no stress, there's no trouble, there's no anxiety. The thing the world needs the most is peace. When we bring the kingdom of God to people and they 
get born again and the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in them, the advocate, the comforter of God comes to dwell in them, suddenly they get positioned right, they get the right environment on the inside, and now a force of joy is within them. Not happiness, joy is within them, in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the governor that brings right positioning, right atmosphere, and the right attitude. <laughs> Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Alright? So the Holy Spirit is the governor that brings the representation of the kingdom of God. Let's go back to verse 18 of Romans chapter 14. And he says, if anyone serves Christ in this way, in which way? In righteousness, right, right uh, standing or right relationship, right environment within your heart, and right attitude or the right force, spiritual force, in the Holy Spirit, in that governor who brings those things to you, he serves Christ in this way, is pleasing to God, listen, and receives human approval. Boy, you want to start walking in victory. Start walking in these things. Start walking in the power of the governor's representation of the kingdom of God within you. It's not external, it's internal. Build this into people. Teach this to people. Teach them that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, in the Holy Spirit. Because this is pleasing God. And this gets human approval. People go, wow, there's something to this. You, you don't have to bash people. You don't have to force people. You don't have to demand. You don't have to stand up and shout and scream. You just influence. Just influence. With the kingdom of God in the power of the governor of heaven, the Holy Ghost, living on the inside of you. Alright, so my time is up. Great to have you with me. I pray that this message will resonate with you. Go and spend time meditating on these scriptures. scriptures. Ephesians chapter 1. Um, Romans chapter 14, verse 17 and 18. John chapter 16, verse 7, 13, 14 and 15. Because all that belongs to Jesus, he's what he represents. He never speaks on his own. What are you representing? You've got the governor on the inside of you. Are you representing? Or are you putting in your own opinion, your own ideas, building your own way? Or are you building the kingdom way? That's the important question. We need to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. We need to bring the colony, which is the kingdom of God, from the kingdom of heaven onto the earth. We need to influence. That's the influence. Is the kingdom of God. Until people become citizens of the kingdom of heaven as well. That's the power of this thing. That's the power of what Jesus gave us. And the governor lives not in a house somewhere in, that we don't get to. Right inside our hearts. Right inside our spirit man. We've got the governor of the kingdom of heaven. Glory to God. He teaches us. Speaks to us, guides us, shows us what is kingdom way of living. Alright? Thank you for being with me. I really appreciate having you guys on. And for all those that are coming on later, great to have you with me. For the podcast people, thank you for listening. Thank you for, for being part of this um, podcast as well. I pray that you uh, share this. Uh, you know, send out a link, share it. Go on to iTunes if you're on the podcast and give us a, a review, a five-star review. Uh, that helps us get the message out further afield. 
All right. So until next time, God bless you guys tremendously. Remember, it's kingdom leadership. Be leaders with a kingdom mindset. Be leaders that influence the world with the kingdom of God. All right. God bless you guys. Until next time, it's Sean saying, uh, <laughs> Sean saying, I say on the other podcast, I always say over and out. <laughs> I don't know what to say on this podcast. I don't know what to say here. I just want to say, God bless you. Go and be a powerful leader. You go and do it right now. Amen.